Welcome to another episode of Bounty Hunter Banter. We've decided to move all the boring bits to the start of the show for a while, so I'll try to keep this super short so we can get back to the antics as quickly as possible. Someone mentioned last week they thought I sped the intro up. I can assure you I'm just talking really quickly so we can get to the drinking bit faster. Please check out our website, www.bhbanter.com, to find detailed show notes for all of our episodes, profiles for the nutbags running the joint, an easy reference section for every beer we've ever reviewed, and a whole lot more we have planned for you very soon. And following in the footsteps of Dan's favourite singers, Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus and Lady Gaga, we now have a full complement of social media destinations for you to check out while you're procrastinating at work. Bounty Hunter Banter on Facebook and Instagram, and BH Banter if you're a twit. And as always, please drop us a five-star review and subscribe on iTunes. If you have any feedback on any aspect of the show, our website, social media, or you're just a crazy cat lady and you're bored of talking to your pussy, please email us at feedback at bhbanter.com. Anyway, enough of the boring shit. Enjoy the episode. Come on, I was talking about a cat, you sicko. Welcome back to the next episode of Bounty Hunter Banter for your regular dose of beer and pop culture. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm joined here today with Chris. Hello. <laughs> Caught him off guard because it's reading. You know, I was reading like my notes. And he banged his head against the fucking wall. <laughs> uh, and Pete. Hello. A regular co-host. And uh, today we are honoured with the presence of Al, uh, our guest, our first guest on the podcast. Cool. Yeah, g'day. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Pleasure to have you. Um, Al was kind enough to uh, donate on our GoFundMe uh, and uh, he donated to a level to come and join us on the podcast. So we've been holding off having any any guests on until we were able to organise a time to have you on. So uh, so thank you very much for driving out here and joining us today at uh, the uh, Bounty Hunter HQ. Yeah, I'm glad you guys didn't have to... Um Meet, we didn't have to meet in a car park and have to be blindfolded <laughs> and <laughs> rotated a few times. Oh, so. shit. Well, next time. It's a missed opportunity. Yeah, right there. there's a damn missed opportunity. None of us have a big, sinister-looking black van, though. Oh, Chris has no. got a white candy van. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we could find one, though. Yeah. There's got to be someone around that has one. We could borrow one off. Doc's got a white one. We could just uh, throw a black sheet on the inside yeah, and nice. cover up the number plate and do that next time. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for that idea. We'll use that on the next, <laughs> no. next round. No worries. Um, so today we have a an enormous amount of beers to get through. So hopefully we can stop shit talking enough to actually focus on getting through these six beers. I doubt it. For once, um, or we will have to pick uh, pick as we go along. And nah, we'll smash them all down. Come on, hell! Oh. From so from my angle, Dan's just reaching under a pool table and pulling out beer after beer after yeah, beer. Yeah, the, the coffee table's there, and Chris had lined them up. But you have a go at me for well, all of us for talking into the mic. So if yeah. I was looking at them down there, so I thought I'd better put them up here before I announce what they were. So I actually haven't decided on an order that we're going to go through these, but uh, I'll quickly do it now. So we have the Gabs, uh, the Great Australian Beer Spectacular. We have the six ah, pack. hang on, it's the Great Austral Asian. Yeah. Oh, they've changed it this year, have they? Yes. Oh, see, I've only called it Gabs for the last six years. So <laughs> I don't actually look at the breakdown of it. So what the Great Australasian Australasian beer, beer spectacular. spectacular? Okay, so they did a mixed six pack of Gabs beers this year from a whole bunch of brewers. Uh, we have Colonial Brewing from uh, Vic. We have their Rye and Gosling. Ryan Rye and Gosling. Oh, my God. Sling. I'm all for puns, but that's really bad. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. No, nah, check Gosling. out. Ryan Gosling. Check out. Yeah. Uh, can you tell me? Now, Dan's holding up the can. 
Can you tell me where that scorpion comes from yeah, on the back? it's on the back of his jacket on drive. Okay, cool. No one else fucking knows that. Oh, but it's got the cool little... Uh, it's know. got the cool pink uh, 80s... Yeah, it's like the 80s style. The 80s yeah, style, yeah. really. It's a fucking really nice label. As you read really them out, nice Dan, label. do me a favour and just line it up next to my glass so I can take a picture. Okay, so that's that one. Um, we will then move on to Wayward Brewing from uh, New South Wales over in Camperdown. They're... Funky Hoppy People, which is a hoppy sour ale. Based on a shitty REM song. (laughs) (laughs) Louise would be with you on that. She absolutely fucking hates REM. I don't mind a bit of Man on the Moon, but fucking... REM and who are the other ones that sing like Dolphins Cry? Live. Live. Oh, come on. She cannot stand either of them. They're all fucking wishy-washy Secret Samadhi was a good album. Fuck you, Dan. (laughs) Yeah, Life's got some good shit. They do. You'll have to tell your missus Um, I said she was uncultured. Okay. Uh, the next, we will move on to. She'll slap will you be in the face. Yeasty Boys Australia. So, Yeasty Boys usually produce out of New Zealand. I didn't actually know they were doing something in Australia. But uh, this is Yeasty Boys Australia Royal Tannenbaum. So, it's a double Earl Grey IPA. Mm. So, that'll be interesting. I did hear something about a really good TB at Gab. So, I'm wondering that if was that's it. the one. Yeah, no, this is the one that I tried in my paddle. Oh, that was. that was, You were telling me about the TB. Yep. Okay, awesome. Um,. Then we will go to Eight Wired from New Zealand, Cosmic Chaos uh, Soured Black Ale, uh, Black IPA. Sorry. Cool. We tried an Eight Wired last episode, yeah, and it was the oh, the, sour was the sour red ale. Yeah, it was mm. fucking magic. It was really fucking good. So if you can get your hands on that, give it a, give it a go. We will then move on to. Should we do the uh, chocolate fish? Chocolate <laughs> fish next. Okay, we'll do the chocolate fish next, which is Chur Brewing which is the Australian arm of Behemoth Brewing from New Zealand. Uh, it's their chocolate, chocolate fish uh, milk stout. So when, uh, when that comes around, I'll explain what a chocolate fish is. <laughs> nothing like <laughs> a chocolate starfish. It has nothing to do with fish. <laughs> uh, and the last one we have is another Vic brewery, Blackman's Brewery. It's Espresso Martini Kolsch. That's an okay. inter- interesting, interesting combination there. So, but, I mean, they are all Gabs beers, so I suppose that's what they're meant to be. Uh, I put that last just because of the coffee aspect in it, and I don't want anybody destroying their palate. It will with, destroy uh, the palate with, with coffee. So, It'll destroy your chocolate starfish, Dan. <laughs> um, so we usually do the intro, and then the person who does the intro, I'm going to throw you guys in the deep end. Does one of you guys want to take that on so I can pour these um, and get, get – oh, actually, no. Here's what I was going to do. Take can- a jelly bean. You can actually have one now. Take a jelly bean. If you remember previously, Dan made a jelly bean test he, comment. He did. Take a jelly bean. I had jelly beans Doesn't matter what when color. they were on the table and I got in okay. trouble. I'm not going to have one because I know what it does. Hold your nose. Put it in your mouth. Start chewing. And then while you're chewing, release your nose and then and keep chewing. Do you see a difference? Fuck yeah. You can all of a sudden taste mm. what you were chewing. Yeah. Mm. Even so, as a heavy smoker. Yeah. Okay. So that's exactly what's meant to happen is... You, this, this just was the point in showing that uh, aroma and uh, being able to smell a beer is so important when you're actually tasting it. You get mm. so much flavor and everything. It's not just what physically hits your tongue. It's mm. actually everything that goes through your whole oral, uh, oral and na- nasal factory. Yeah. So that's that's the biggest importance. So you should be smelling a beer first um, and getting getting all that going and working. And then while you're drinking, and that's why these these glasses, and these are actually the ones that we do all of our judging out. I'm holding up. It's kind of like a brandy balloon. 
It's got a much wider mouth on it. I'll throw a pic up on um, Instagram. So these the glasses that you guys have are designed for. Um, they actually have they have a wider mouth as well, but they're designed for presentation of a beer as well as recreating head each time, which has that aroma aroma releasing properties in it. So mm. um, it recreates the head, and every time you uh, you take a sip, it uh, you, you get that you get that aroma as well as taste. So that was my jelly bean test, Pete. You're probably going to do that again on Monday night when you go and do the. Uh... I'm not doing it Monday night. Unfortunately, I didn't get numbers, so they've rescheduled me to the next available beer tasting, okay. which so- is in. The end of July. Okay. Oh well, when you do the Institute of Beer, um, beer, beer for it's dummies or whatever full, it is, fool's guide to beer, fool's guide to beer. Um, you'll you'll do that jelly bean test again because that's awesome. where I learned from. Guys, go ahead on the uh, jelly beans now, but don't destroy your palate for the beers. Um, does someone want to take over for a minute for the first topic? First topic. Who has a first topic? Do you have a first topic, Al? Um. Oh yeah. No. So launch is, into is something. It, what do we talk? Uh, media, movie, Just keep close to the mic too, so we we can pick you up. Yeah. yeah cool. Seen anything? Read anything? Well, Sorry, Dan's motioning frantically for a glass. I don't know if you guys, uh, Stephen King fans, for the Dark Tower Dark series. Tower. Yeah. Have you guys already talked about Idris that? Yet? No. We did. We did a little a bit. Little I, bit. I, yeah. I touched on it when the uh, It trailer came out. That yeah. Looks yeah. Fucking good. There's, I mean, you can see all, even in the trailer because the thing about the Dark Tower series, it's been that's to connect all the, all these other. Oh yeah, that's getting my mic. My <laughs> you, you, you're probably going to aim most of this at me because yeah, cool. I've actually I've actually read all the Dark Towers and, and so my, up, so. my wife's family are fanatical about it. really. So yeah, like crazy fanatical. Because well, I and guys, this is probably going to spoil the shit out of the Dark Tower and probably a little bit about the movie. So skip forward oh, yeah. five or ten minutes if you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, if anything, it connects the series. It's meant to be the spine for all these other works. And I found that fascinating. I'm not a massive horror book or film fan, but the, the story of The Dark Tower was just phenomenal. The way yeah. And the way it, the story about writing the story. So finally coming to see it into a movie was just yeah, – the thing with Stephen King movies, they've either been really good or really, or really, really bad. Really bad. But it's interesting. There's a bit of a reboot. There's It coming out and there's this. Yeah, and they want to do a TV series from it. So yeah, I mean, it's I'm excited for it, but I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely also opt- optimistic. I mean, the some of the casting was uh, I wouldn't say controversial because Idris Elba is a fantastic actor, and mm. I think as Roland Deschain, he'll do an absolute amazing job. And watching him in those trailers and what they've got him dressed in and just handling the firearms and things like oh, that, yeah. he, he looks he looks the gunslinger part. He looks. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, original Roland Deschain was based on uh, Clint Eastwood from uh, the the old uh, good, the good, the bad, and good, the bad, uh, the ugly, fistful of dollars. So that's what he was based on. So thankfully, there wasn't too much racial slinging in that that came around yeah. when Idris, Idris Elba was uh, was cast. There was a little bit, but thankfully, mm. everybody goes. He's an awesome actor. He's going to do the part justice. Yes. Um, it's 2017, man. Like it, it's time to move on. It yeah. Definitely, mm. and I mean, the almost the story of the Dark Tower. Almost um, the it, it allows for that that change in a little bit of that continuity because I'm going to spoil the fuck out of the end of this the the seven books uh, <laughs> right now. Which I'll ask you as well while you're at it if there is a particular book which we might we no. should. No, no, they're all they're all a hundred percent linked. And reading one, you will not understand uh, anything that's going but, on. But the first one, the it, first one is, is really good. The, yeah, really good and right. short. It's a good yeah. way to get started. So just, okay, just to clarify, have you seen the movie? No, it hasn't no, come no, out yet. Right, you're, you're talking about it coming out, and yeah, 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 yeah. cautiously optimistic for it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, the way that they roll through is the first line of the. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck this up, but <laughs> I'm gonna paraphrase. The first line of the first book, The Gunslinger, is um, the black man. Uh, the man in black fled across the desert, and the gunslinger followed. So that's the very first line of the very first book. They're they're on their way to the Dark Tower. Um, the the man in black is referred to as the man in black for the first three or something books. Mm-hmm. That's Matthew McConaughey. Um, Matthew McConaughey, who mm-hmm. is fucking awesome. He like looks, he, he, he looks cool. He's going to play the part brilliantly. He's got that maniacal side to his acting, and he's really great. Um, and then the very last line in the seventh book is the man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed. So it, what the fuck? It's a cyclical <laughs> story. So yeah, cool. They, they find them in this whole, this whole pursuit and Roland's quest to the find the get to the dark tower and find out why he's so focused on doing this dark tower. And you find out about how it's the fo- it's the the center point of all the 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 dimensions and it holds everything together and doors unlocking and keyholes. There, there yeah. is worlds upon worlds and there's there's a whole bunch of symbiology symbology in all of these books. Uh, he chases all the way up this tower, gets to the final door, opens the ta- opens the final door in the in the top of the tower, and it opens out onto the desert and it starts again. Oh fuck, man! <laughs> I just said to you I was going to spoil all this. Going to be that ruinous of the plot. But this is this all comes to a point. So the movie is set in the next cycle. So the the movie is set after he opens that final door and it's in the next cycle. But there's a little difference and I won't say what it is because we might we might see it in the movie. But he's carrying something that he didn't originally uh, carry. Didn't have in the first yeah, one. Okay, we, we'll have to talk we'll about this. We'll have to this. talk. Oh, yeah. after. Fuck. So it's a cyclical story, and this actually continues the story. It's not a remake of the books. It's the next quest to the tower for Roland again. At the pace that you read, Chris, <laughs> there is no way you're getting through seven yeah. Dark Tower books before this movie There's comes no out. There's no way I'm getting through one book before well, this movie <laughs> comes out. So, so don't complain that they've ruined the, the seven books because no, they haven't ruined the movie. No, they've just the seven books. Oh, we, we have no idea what's going to happen in the movie. It's going to be a completely yeah, different yeah, story yeah, yeah. to yeah. the whole the whole seven books because it's the next cycle. And if mm. it has something else that's going to influence how how that that cycle plays out yeah yeah um it, it's going to make a difference going how forward, much so. of that have have you like read of the of the, of the yeah, series yeah. i've read the whole the whole series Jesus, yeah, but, this, but this is over a number of years because yeah oh, they're they're heavy and they're not they're, further on especially things like wizards and glass yeah. i found really hard to get through really hard and it's real deviation yeah. and and but the idea of cycle and repeating yeah. it's almost like the journeys the destination all this stuff happens in between which is Pretty awesome, but the uh, even Stephen King writing it, he had a massive gap between books. He yeah. started the first book when he was seventeen, and then he got to a shit. Yeah, he got like five books in, but then he didn't do it. Or four books. Then he did nothing for years because he the story built up so much in his head. He got overwhelmed and just put it aside. Wrote his other books, but then he got letters from people on death row and old ladies <laughs> yeah. that were dying and saying, "What happens next? Please tell me." So he had this wow. Wow. The, the weight of the story on his shoulders, and then finally he banged out the last few ones. And it got really, yeah, it did get really weird through a lot of it. Yeah. But it's one of these things with the series, it's not a straight A to B. All this stuff happens in yeah. between as well. So Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah it's, it's definitely not an A to B. And yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they can capture all that stuff. And it looks like they have a little bit with Jake in 
the real world. I'm yeah. doing quotation marks here. <laughs> um, because it is all about everyone's everyone's dimension to them is the real world. Roland and the man in black are kind of, they're not the only ones that know about the tower, but they seem to be the only ones that, they're, they're the basically they're the epitome of good and evil, but yeah. there's a dualism. Du- yeah, yin yang sort of duality. Yeah, but each each one has a little bit of the other. Each one of has a little bit of the other That's in. That's a good and then, song too, Pete. Duality. <laughs> it's a Slipknot song. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the Roland people are drawn to him, um, and uh, through words that family words, the quartet and mm. car and things like that. It's mm. it's it's all to do with this world and how things are drawn to him and. Really weird personalities in the book are drawn to him. Like there's a junkie called Eddie, and then there's uh, Susanna, who's. I never um, thought we'd have so much conversation about a trailer for a movie that hasn't yet come out. There's, there's so know. much, and, and that's, that's the thing with it being yeah. a continuation on the a continuation on the story. We're not spoiling what's going to happen in yeah, the no, movie no. I'm, because I'm, it's not a retelling. I so, get that. So I get that. There's, there's, so much of a backbone to yeah. this this That's one good. trailer, I mean, look, which the, is yeah, I'm excited movies. for it. I, oh, it's you, you can movie. see we're unpacking yeah, it, and yeah. now we're sort of like we're getting through. But like, that's what's going to be interesting. What this, they want to kickstart a new franchise, and they want to kickstart yeah. a TV series from this movie, and it needs it. There's there's no mm. there's, they they can't cram this into a two hour movie, that, and then no, there's no way. People are going to be on board for seven two and a half hour movies over the next. I don't know. Harry Potter. <laughs> that, um, that's different. All of that, the fucking DC and Marvel movies. Yeah, we watch. true. Yeah, the whole I, fucking I movie is just a two yeah. and a half hour trailer for the next fucking movie. Right. Now is a sequel <laughs> or a prequel they, or they, a they have yeah. a much wider draw already. Yeah, as mm. where the Dark Tower is, the, the, it, it's the books are. I would say they're a niche mm, they're mm. Be- because they, they're kind of, of science fictiony, but but not science fiction at the mm, same time. Like, it's, it's horror as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's grim It's a horror. bit of a gender, very genre yeah. bender, not a gender bender. That's something else. That's another episode. <laughs> but, uh, Pete's Saturday night. It, it really is Stephen King's <laughs> <gotta> life. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King. It really is Stephen King's life work. I mean, he's mm. uh, he writes himself into the book. Like he is actually physically in the book. It's and meta. Things, yeah. <laughs> Please tell meta. me that he represents a better character than a Hugh Hefner ripoff. From um, Stan Lee. Oh, yeah, bro. that's interesting. Will you get a role in the film? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe I don't Leave think this Stan one. But alone, man. Not this one. I don't think you'll be in. But I think down the track you'll probably. He'll have to be in. Play himself, I mean, unless they cast someone else, like to, a, to a young buff. Play? Stephen King's been yeah. in other movies yeah. before. Yeah, no, he's and been cameos. He has been in a lot of them. But um, so he, he's not a very. Uh, <laughs> he's not uh, photogenic. Uh, <laughs> Or or outgoing extrovert personality no. either. Yeah, so. The dude that sits in a corner at a bar and hopes no one comes <laughs> over to him. Anyway, Pete's already, fi- Pete's already have, finished yeah. the first one. This is Which the uh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Gosling, Gosling uh, Colonial Brewing. It's a goza. It's a rye goza. Uh, so I'm assuming I haven't tried it yet. Uh, but it's it was good. Dry. I mean, haven't tried it yet. A little bit of salty. Well, fucking drink it I've now. Been fucking talk. Just have a go. <laughs> this <laughs> is what happens. You fuckers all get to drink it, and I've got to fill the dead space. <laughs> well, you all seven tra- books. Just drink <laughs> it. Could I just say as well? Long time listener, first time sitting in on a podcast. Uh, spoilers! I think you guys do a good job of giving the not heads tonight. up. Yeah. Not tonight. <laughs> there's been times where I've been listening to guys driving, and I'm like, "Oh, they're going to talk about." Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we, then I have to turn it down, and then I turn it back up, and they've passed it. Oh, no, yeah. the- <laughs> we're, we're generally okay. Um, we no, you guys let, are good. You we guys let good. Chris off his leash once, but we did have like uh, the first half an hour was one big warning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. we left it right till the end. And we we I think that's exit. what we'll continue to do if yeah. there's if there's anything that's that's recent that we're talking about. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do that. We'll get right to the end, and we'll go. Right here, guys. <laughs> Skip to the last two minutes to hear about the last beer. But like, if you don't want to hear about Logan, 
To be honest, for the most part, you can review a movie without specifically talking about plot points, unless you've got the shits with a plot point, which is why... um, Have you seen Guardians 2? No, I haven't yet. Okay, and Dan Dan hasn't seen it? Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2? No, I've had a very sick dog for the last month, so I have not been to the movies once. You just need to... Get your missus to look after the dog. And yeah, you can come and out go to the movies. movies. You have, you have <laughs> a fucking um, job to do. So this this colonial brewing, Ryan Gosling, um, is good. It's a it's a it's got a slight little tang to it. Um, it's got mm. some really light saltiness on the end of it. Um, some a little bit of spice, and you can smell the tang before you taste it. Too. Yeah, and smell the tang. I Chris. think there's a little bit of hop character there, but not not a, not a huge amount. It's 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 yeah. nice and floral and light, but um, it doesn't last long on the palate either. No, because it, it goes it's so thin mm. as well, um, mm. just especially with that tartness too. So yeah, no, I'm yeah. digging it. Um, and also with the packaging, oh, yeah, the packaging, yeah, it's great. really interesting. Yeah, we're t- uh, saying before how it's gone for the uh, well, because it is called Rye and Gosling. It's Gos, yeah, Gos, it Ryan Gosling. Yeah. But yeah. it's got the imagery from his movie Drive. Yeah, yeah. with the scorpion, beautiful pink. colors. Oh yeah, yeah. pink, yeah. pink, very uh, subtle, pink fluorescent uh, writing over a. Blue Venetians. Yeah. Yeah, blue Venetians. <laughs> metallic uh, metallic uh, fading blue lines. And so it doesn't have a it doesn't have a, label. a drinking mouth in the, the ring pool. It's the whole like top can. Comes I've yeah. never had a ring that's, pool before. Is that right? It's um, really interesting. Yeah, so that's the whole that's the whole idea of those uh those cans that the whole the the rip off top is you're drinking from a glass. So mm. you're getting that mm. the same with the jelly bean thing, you're getting that whole aroma and that in rather than drinking through a mouthpiece that's yeah. a centimetre wide. Yeah. Um, you, you're getting everything working. So you're getting the full flavour of the beer rather than having to pour it into a glass. Rather than the little slit that you have to sip through yeah, exactly. and get all that. Yeah, yeah. You're you, getting the whole thing out. out of the can. We, the if you go into a shotgun, it's going to be yeah. a bit messy. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stick the hole in this no, end. Oh, it'd, it'd work even. It'd work like a fucking bucket bomb because <laughs> the air going in if you can grab it from the bottom be, rip that whole top off it'd, it'd all just come out it'd all just go straight out and one like gag on it but yeah. no, it's awesome I think the rye also kind of really it kind of so- I feel it makes it, it a lighter beer it softens it up and kind of gives it a bit of, I don't know it's got a like it What's the percentage? Rounds everything alpha a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. I didn't run through percentages on anything. And that's why I spent 10 minutes uh, on by the, the way, 4.5%. The, yeah, okay. I think from that point onwards, the percentages get pretty fucking high too. Oh, mm, is yeah. it? Awesome. So we'll just, we'll just have to watch it uh, later on. If you only want me to pour you a small amount drivers, uh, let me know and I'll, I'll only pour Al's a small not amount. driving. No, I'm not, but I've got to be able to oh. announce my vows of my podcast game. Of oh, we're yeah. Right. oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah it's fun. We have an unreleased drunken episode. Is that, that right? I, we, we cut it. Well, we didn't really cut it short. We cut it when we ended it, but uh, when we'd planned to end it. But Dan cut me off when I slurred through WWW <laughs> and I couldn't quite get through the web I'm address. I'm the last one as well, I have to say, in my absence on the last one. Yeah, I yeah it's because you're, we had to you're, pull. You were getting to, a bit pissy at the end. We though. had to pull bigger samples because we didn't have a third person. <laughs> it wouldn't be a realistic representation. Presentation of reviewing beer if someone didn't get a little pissy. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I'll, I'll just pass your glasses over and I'll pour the pour the next one. Cool. Um, so there was a few more trailers. Like we haven't recorded for three weeks. Um, so there has been a fair bit that sort of happened, and there's a few that we haven't mentioned as well. Um, I'll just run through a, a quick little list I've got here. If anybody wants to stop and talk about anything, uh, we've got Baby Driver uh, yes. that's coming out. So that, yeah, so that's um. Anything like the driver driver? No, so this no. is uh, Edgar Wright, um, oh, the yeah. guy who did Shaun of the Dead and um, Hot Fuzz. Yep. This is his new one. Mm, Looks awesome. really good. It's got Kevin Spacey in it. Um, they're a group of guys doing a heist. The baby driver is the 
really great stunt driver of the getaway crew, and he has I think he has a like enormous ADD, so uh, <laughs> so he's kind of a kind of super focused. Um, <laughs> bit, we, bit, bit eclectic. Yeah, I think. Yeah, right. We uh, we've had another trailer for the Hitman's Bodyguard. Which is that Ryan awesome. Reynolds? Man. Yeah. It's uh, it's Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, um, right. And it's like a buddy cop. Uh, so Ryan Reynolds is a professional bodyguard, and Samuel L. Jackson is a professional hitman. And yeah, right. So Ryan Reynolds has been hired to be the bodyguard to the hitman for some unknown reason, and mm. it just takes uh, the piss out of both of them. So uh, yeah. it oh, take, totally. Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson gets the piss taken out of him for for his re- um, constant motherfuckering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Ryan Reynolds basically plays Deadpool. It's a very similar personality it, it, in terms it, it, of it's wisecracking and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it, Ryan Reynolds essentially is playing Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think yeah. he probably is. So um, we've had uh, the Orville. Which is the um, God? No, Seth MacFarlane um, is. Is that the space one? That is Star Trek with Seth MacFarlane. Um, so it's a comedy. Oh, it's, okay. It's a long. It's it basically looks exactly like Star it's Trek. A Star Trek parody, but it's in the vein of um, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, Galaxy, so yeah that's it's right. A, it's I enjoyed a, it's, that movie. It's basically Star Trek blended with. Family Guy, Galaxy Quest, uh, everything yeah. like that. It, it, it looks great. Who um, do you think that they're going to aim it for, the Trekkie fans or taking the Mickey out of Star oh, Trek in it's general? It's definitely aimed at the Trekkie fans. It's, okay. uh, it, it, it definitely has that feel to it. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, it's, it's got Seth MacFarlane's humour in it, and I love <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, movies, yeah. So, um, That's great. We got um, the next X-Men TV series, X-Men Gifted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it looks too bad. I, yeah. I think it looks like a lot. A lot more is going to happen straight away. It's going to be very cookie cutter for the first uh, first few episodes. We'll see what happens. Um, we've had a proper trailer for Netflix, or I shouldn't say proper trailer. We've had a bit of a teaser trailer for Netflix Castlevania series. It, oh. it, it is animated. It looks fucking um, sick. It looks like Vampire Hunter D. Yes, um, it oh. looks great. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, we've had a trailer for a new Will Ferrell movie called The House. Um, oh, wow. I haven't him, seen that one. Him and his wife set up a casino in their basement to pay for their daughter's- uh, <laughs> Yeah, I did see the trailer <laughs> to, to pay that. for their daughter's <laughs> college fund. Right. Um, it, it, it's a Will Ferrell movie. Yeah. Like, shit happens. Shit hits the fan real quick. Uh, and uh, it, it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, we've had more from uh, Valerian- City of fucking a th- Dan's just uh, scoured IMDb in the last five minutes yeah. before the. Here's <laughs> no, the 37 trailers I, that have come I, out. I actually watch all these. You have actually seen these, I've, right? I've seen all these. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you have. You haven't seen any movies. You have four hours to watch trailers, <laughs> but you can't go and watch the fucking movies have, that we want to talk about. <laughs> I have literally had a dog on death's door oh. for the last month. Oh. I needed to be home with her. All right. Um, it it makes me good. feel bad, man. That's fine. I will. That's why I said it. Um, <laughs> the Valerian looks good. It's from the director of Fifth Element. It's very Fifth Element. Yeah, cool. Uh, oh, in the, yeah, okay. the style. So yeah. I really enjoy them. Did you not enjoy Fifth Element? Uh, I didn't enjoy the Scarlett Johansson turns into a USB movie. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, he did that. Luke, oh, Luke, Luke right. Okay, well, yeah. this is this so he did one good f- one, one shit one. This I mean, is back to Fifth Element days. So, and then the last one I wanted to mention too. It's it's kind of off the wall. Is um, tell me it's uh, Lucky Logan. No, I don't. no, okay. um, it's stained the sand red. Hmm. Um, it's a zombie movie where a woman wakes up in a desert and is being pursued across the desert by a zombie. 
Like the zombie apocalypse has happened. It looks really interesting. It's a bit of an indie movie, but the the makeup and the effects look brilliant. Um, and it looks scary as shit. Like it it actually looks like like it's gonna do something good that hasn't been done in a while. Yeah, um, okay. And that's what can come from low budget. We don't have the special effects, and you don't have studio interference and, and everything like right. that as well. And, so. and all, like I always find, uh, with my wife, the scary stuff that you watch on TV is stuff that you don't actually see. And I was yeah. talking to her about the Aliens franchise. Yeah. Like Aliens 1, it's what you didn't see during all that. But then yeah. Aliens yeah. 2, they kicked it up a notch. And yeah. then they had to well, really, that's really where they, they, they kind of shifted. They 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 maintained the, the genre and the backstory, but it kind mm. of pivoted from being a true horror movie where a lot of the horror comes from the suspense buildup yeah. and what you don't see on screen. And Aliens, you know, the sequel, was very science fiction in comparison. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were both set in fucking space, but. Yeah. You know, you've suddenly you've got an android as a as a primary focus, and you've got fucking exploring the the well, space station. The, the android in the first one was a primary focus as well. Yeah, but no. I I just I found I would describe one as a science fiction movie, and the other as a as a suspenseful horror. Yeah. yeah so that that actually leads into something that I threw the message out to you guys earlier in the week that Chris well, didn't understand whatsoever. You kind of already touched on it without realizing it, and when we talked about the last episode as well, because I know what you're going to say because you SMSed us. But um, Dark Tower I didn't have your number, so you're going to get thrown in the deep. No, end. that's cool. That's good podcasting, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's live. Well, actually, I don't remember exactly what you said in the message, but um, I Dark Tower is an example. It's a, it's a. Oh no, it's not. I'm. No, you know so what? I'm talking about a different topic. What you the go. fuck? You, what the <laughs> hell? What, what I was thinking was like we watched we watched Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, which oh. is which is a change in genres from what the first movie was. It was a found footage monster movie. Yeah. Um, people getting away basically from Godzilla. Yeah. But I mean, it was an alien, but Godzilla. We're not allowed to use the word Godzilla due to trademark restrictions. <laughs> um, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Have you seen Ten Cloverfield, Chris? Oh, is that the one with John Goodman? Yes. yes. No. Oh. Uh, Alistair, have you seen? No, so, no, I'd go- really like to see that as well. well come over and fucking I'm, watch it. I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it, but I mean, it goes from the found footage monster movie to a psychological thriller set yeah. in the same world, mm. and it, it's it's a totally different genre of movies. And the yeah. alien ones are a great example. The first one was that psychological thriller. Second yeah. one was an action horror. Whoa, movie. whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa! Yeah. First one was not a psychological thriller. Alien. Oh, Alien. Yeah, yeah we, we moved on. Oh, you alien, moved yeah. on in the last <laughs> yeah, so five you've got to listen to all <laughs> yeah, the right. words that get, <laughs> get spoken yeah, okay. and process all the that point, information. The point Dan's making, and he was making last night on SMS that um, you didn't really read. Um, I did read, but <laughs> I didn't get it. You're talk- there are multiple ways to tell interesting stories set in the world. Within the we're same into. franchise is and, what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, and what we're yeah. starting to see is, oh. is just hopefully it's the tip of the iceberg. You're missing that bit from your message because I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Detective- <laughs> okay, same franchise. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Well, not, not so much same franchise, but like if you look at, um, you know, Gotham started as kind of a process police mm. movie uh, series. It didn't end up that way, but, but it kind of started that way. Um, set in the Marvel Universe. If you look at Legion, it's a psychological thriller and it's told where in a method that you don't know what the fuck's going on. You don't know if it's in his head or if it's actually happening. Um, you know, it's not just a traditional action, let's kick the fuck out of everything movie like a Which, Wonder Woman or a, or a Batman v Superman. And, mm. and the last nine X-Men movies that we've got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which um, and and Logan, Logan was a Western. So Logan, was- Logan was the Western... Uh, it- I mean, not shitting on Logan because I love it. I think it's great, but uh, it still follows the same similar formula. But they've they've taken those Western aspects mm. to to do it. You'll so. probably find, well, I don't know. If we were in film school, we'd probably be able to have a serious conversation about whether or not 
action movies are actually a derivative of the old westerns. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure. And, and so has kind of returned back to its roots. But but the director did specifically state he went out of his way to make a western movie set in yeah in that universe. So yeah. and then and then they say the the new mutants new mutants movie that's coming out is meant to be a straight out and out horror. Yeah, cool. So they're Good. they're throwing up. Throwing up changes. I like the genre benders. New Mut- is that uh, X Men? X Men, New Mutants. It's, it's yeah, going to be horror. It's the next oh. the next one coming out. It's meant to be uh, Jubilee is the fo- I think she's going to be the focus of the group. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they're they're saying it's a straight out and out horror. So cool. Mix it up a bit. Mixing mixing the genres, and that was that was where I was going with the message to these guys. How I'd love to see some more. Yeah. Mixture of these franchises, and one example that I gave you guys was it. It popped up in a Wolverine comic many, many years ago, and it was uh, Wolverine's time in World War Two with Mystique in Paris, and they were both spies. Yep. So I'd love to see a spy movie with Wolverine and Mystique working together in World yeah. War Two Paris, yeah. doing spy shit in not the doing, Yeah, doing spy shit, not doing Vive la France, not do, not saving <laughs> the world from this great catastrophe, just. Yeah. Just doing their shit. When the stakes weren't pushed up to Armageddon proportions oh, exactly. every yeah, fucking yeah. movie. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And that's and that, like like with the monster things or the zombie film you originally mentioned. What once you show that's always the, the rationale. Once you show people the monster, you gotta come up with a bigger monster or a bigger stake yeah, for the next yeah. story. Something so. to something to push it along and escalate scales and you see how badly those things go in like the what seven Resident Evil movies we've got where they've tried to do that and done it horrifically badly. So. <laughs> Problem that you're going to have though with like what what you're saying sounds great, but I'm I, not saying it's going to work yeah. or anybody's going to do it. I'm just saying it would be awesome, but the big hold up would be simply that okay, Wolverine Mystique, sweet, that's your that's your ticket. Who are they fighting? Oh, they're fighting a bunch of mutants that have nothing to do with anything that they're going to do but, what they do, but we're going to throw Magneto and some other dude that has nothing oh, to do with the fight that they're over in whatever part of the world doing, just so that they can go, everybody knows these characters. Oh, yeah. Mm. I, I'm not, I'm, I, I know that's how, if they produce them, that's the way it would go, but I'd, I'd still like to see this. And oh, like, yeah, a yeah. Cu- couple other things I'd thought about was uh, I'd love to see like Deadpool get shot in the head or something and then wake up to old Humphrey Bogart uh, movies and then, like don the uh, the trench coat over the top of the red suit with the fedora and go yeah. and do a, like a detective noir story <laughs> and just get out there with uh, like in modern world but ha- yeah. him, have him have that personality of the uh, and because he's Deadpool there's no need it- to Build up the backstory why he's doing that. Exactly, he's, 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 he's just doing just, it. It could just be one of his personalities. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one I had, <laughs> the other one I'd love to see with him would be um, uh, him and Dupinda, the uh, taxi driver. Yeah, go and do like a buddy cop <laughs> kind of movie, and have them like uh, I don't know, hunt down the uh, the brother-in-law that was after the uh, the the girlfriend or whatever. Like, have them work together and. Dependa like have no idea what the fuck Deadpool's going on about and why he's <laughs> taking him on this uh, taking him on this mission. It, that, that character works so well for well, me. It's very Marvel centric this conversation, but I think I we mentioned in the last episode um, that I would like to see a Dread TV series focus on mm. um, police process, but set in that kind of gritty, lived yeah. in, fucked up world. There is no. That's the thing though, because oh, I I read that and it's like you read what. Uh, the message that you were talking about about the oh that was in the podcast last you episode. know they're doing oh, yeah. dread I told you they were doing I know dread. they're doing dread 
Well, I told you that he walked into the fucking yeah, uh, that, yeah, yeah. So meeting I'm hoping that's where it came dread from. uniform. Yeah. yeah, we do have to talk about this beer. Yeah. So we, yeah. before we get on to Chris's thought on dread, we have Wayward Brewing from Camperdown in New South Wales. Funky hoppy people. Uh, it's a hoppy sour ale. Uh, it's it's not enormously sour, but it definitely has those sour aspects to it. It is what it says it is on the yeah, box. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not overpowering hop either. It's it's a nice balance. Um, nice, nice balanced. Uh, Bittery aftertaste. Yeah, mm. some of that sourness. It's quite well balanced. Link to that. So, yeah, no, it's really nice. Yeah, really it's fresh. Smooth. It's sessionable. Uh, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I'm tasting a lot more of the sours. I don't know. It's just me being uh, aware of them or being drawn towards them. But it seems like there's a lot more out there now. There is a lot more on yeah. the market. Yeah, mm, America went the sour route a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. um, and Australia's two or three years always behind yep. America in their uh, in their in their. Uh, Appreciation and sampling Beer choices. Yeah. yeah, I don't know That's if good. you guys get it, but there's a slight sort of sweaty sock feeling on the on the back <laughs> of the Brett, 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 or uh, yeah, some of that sourness. Yeah, going going funky. It's good. Well, it is called it's funky hoppy people. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. It's yeah. a furry uh, feeling. Yeah, it got do you want to go yeah. on your dread comment and I'll pull the next one? Yeah, dread. Um, process. There's there's no there's no process to dread in terms of understanding. I mean, there's only. Anything that deviates from the process. So there's no opportunity to, to investigate a crime scene and determine who you're going to well, judge? Uh, yeah, well, but the, the thing, thing is, is it's not going to be totally focused on dread, I don't think. It's going to have a lot of other judges in there. I'm sure that it will, but what it'll focus on, what I think it'll focus on, is more the uh, corruption in... Yeah, okay. Than Because it is else. a parody. Well, not a parody. Parody? Is that the wrong word? That's the wrong word. Yeah. Yeah. But P- it's a pastiche. It's a, is pastiche the right thing? Yeah, it's a, it's a comment on. I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a kind of nut, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, no, just it's a comment on on our society now. Is everything the whole idea? Sorry, of- Chris, you really got fucking chipped on that. No, nah, that's all right, man. <laughs> the whole thing with um, dread is that uh, swap you any of cheers, the story. Guys. Thanks for coming up. Yeah, cheers, no, cheers. cheers, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Any of the story that sort of involves the actual force itself um, usually lends itself to describing the amount of corruption and, and bullshit that's within it because as much as the entire the entire planet is sort of ruled by these guys, um, they just don't – there's just no – we might need to cut straight to this Royal Tannenbaum. Oh, We're really? Just, just, wow. so, just so you guys... Are, just so yeah, you guys... This is good. Is this the Earl Grey one? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're at uh, 39 minutes, so we're going to have to move through these beers or we'll end up with a double episode. Nah, it's good. You're right, Dan? You look like you're struggling to be. This is... um, Yeah, wow. It's yeah. super fucking you know awesome. What? This, I love this, this beer. This this is a fucking Yeasty Boys beer. Down, <laughs> hands down. Um. The Royal Tannenbaum. It pours a lot lighter than what I expected. It's yep. sort of a goldy, goldy color. Um, it's the double Earl Grey IPA. It's eight percent. Man, there's fucking a lot of booze in that. Mm. <laughs> that, is, that that really does it. But I mean, it, I fucking hate Earl Grey too, too. So I'm I'm definitely not the best one to be judging this. I don't really get much booze out of it. I just oh, get Earl, on the, Earl on Grey. The end, the before that tannin. Yeah? Before that tannin uh, bitterness hits at the end, that booze, yeah, really present. Yeah, yeah. I don't, because 
Yeah, I don't get that at all. I just get like all, all grey goodness from it. Yeah, there is a lot of tea character in it. As soon as you smell it, yeah, you get you get that all grey character, and uh, it's def it's definitely right there. Up With front. these Gabs beers, I mean, did the Easty Boys? Do you reckon they made this on purpose so they could look around the day, people's <laughs> <and just laughs> faces, <laughs> and work out when their beer is being? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, most nah, definitely. Dude, uh, Frenchie's Kiss from a Rose was. Uh, that was a ten and a half percent. No, we don't have that one. No, but I bought a Frenchie's something yesterday. You got a. I saw it in your fridge. It's a Comet Pale Ale. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Was that hefty? Was it? Um, the Kiss ten from and a Rose. Percent. Ten, yeah. ten and a half percent. It's fucking insane, the, man. Flavor wise, was it just? <laughs> no, it was super light. It's like oh. rose water, and like it's a really mild, light flavored beer. Yeah. But I had no idea it was. Ten and a half percent, or whatever it is, it's just fucking absolutely insane. But really yeah. nice. Beer. I enjoy this because it's different, and it, I'm. And it's I'm good, I mean, that's man. what Gabs beers are meant to be. And, and, and I've been saying this to you for a little while, Dan. I think a couple of times. I'm I'm over hops. Mm. I I do enjoy the occasional really hoppy beer. But that's quite oh, that's quite hoppy. It is, but there's something else in it it's, that it's, gives mm. it more interest than just here have yeah. a cone to yeah. chew on. Yeah, it's just you know I, they've they've chosen their hop in that really well. Mm. The the hop isn't it overpowering into that the rest gray. of the flavors. Yeah, it's, it's working really well with that that tea character. And I, I get that we're in we're in a phase in the in the craft beer industry at the moment where there's lots of people trying to get more and more hop character into their beers, but. There's just so many different ways to get more subtle flavors out of beers. Gozers are coming in. Too many now. IPAs. Mm. There's yeah. too many XPAs. There's too many double and triple hopped IPAs. It's just you know, it's, give me, oh, give me. It's not that many XPAs out. Give me some. Ye- you're right, but it's it's still a derivative of the IPA genre, right? I, I just give me some yeast based flavor. Give me some malt based flavor. I just there's more to beer than just they punch me in the face with a fucking hop cone. <laughs> they're the, both of those two beers that you just mentioned. Yep. So yeast forward and malt forward ones yep. uh, sell about. One tenth of what hoppy hoppy beers do sure. to the to the overall uh, consumers. Yeah, uh, but are, so you, are you talking about craft consumers or overall consumers? Because we can get into a conversation about the fat yak I had, which was a crafty fucking mainstream beer, and it tasted like someone had taken a good beer and added you know nine tenths fucking water. I just <laughs> yeah. and, and I like you know the, as a, as a brewer, fat yak I've been drinking since they came out. Mm. Um, but I'm just I'm finding ever since moving into craft beers. You just it, everything else is just watered down shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like making love in a canoe. Yeah, it's, it's fucking close <laughs> to water. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> Sorry, continue. Rant, yeah, rant, 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 over. rant, rant complete. Can we wow, can, rant cast. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is. Uh, can we talk no, about Gabs? Because we we haven't oh, really so talked you guys about Gabs. Talk about Gabs. I need to pee. So okay. <laughs> I have to pee as well. So oh, guys, I we'll, I mean, we'll just take a break. We'll we'll, we'll fix this up <laughs> with the magic of podcasting. All right, a tag team. <laughs> well, we well, hopefully go, they don't play swords. We can go and do it at the same time and just cut the time down. Don't don't cross the streams, guys. And we're back. <laughs> I just had to throw that in because Pete was, Pete was taking a deep breath to uh, to say something, so I thought I'd just fuck with him there. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Dan. That's all right. So, um, what was the deal? We, we were, we're going to talk about gabs. I was, I was just. I, let me just start by saying I haven't seen more paddles since they shut down Sexpo in Sydney. Yeah, <laughs> but a bing, but a That's a paddling. <laughs> I think the first year we went to Sexpo, it's uh, a good, well, it's a good segue. <laughs> we, we walked, we walked in there, and we, I mean, we didn't. I mean, this is fucking years. Years ago, yeah, I've been a couple didn't of didn't realize, didn't know what to expect, and there was a bloke walking in in, in the dildo suit. Us, no, no, no. He was in arseless chaps with a black leather g-string on, a black vest, and a and a uh, diamond python. 
around his neck and he was in the line in front of us and we're like, <laughs> okay. It's probably uh, no, nothing against it. It was just it was just one of those things we didn't really know what we were going to. Yeah. But then, yeah. then, then, then you then, found out very quickly. We found out very quickly before <laughs> we were even in the venue. We're like, oh, okay. Right, it happens this- when you go to Sexpo. Yeah. So my so, brother and, thought it would be then, a smart idea to get his nipple pierced at Sexpo, and then he was surprised when he had an infection. Uh, <laughs> last, like, why would you yeah. fucking do that? No. Okay, <laughs> moving on to Gabs. <laughs> moving on to Gabs. Chris is rubbing his nipple with yeah, a very, no, bro. very scared look he, on his face. He, he does that a lot when he speaks to me. He looks deeply into my eyes. Well, Gabs. Yes, to, this, uh, we have in front of us the 8 Wide from New Zealand. Um, I'm, I'm a bit of an 8 Wide fanboy. This is um, good. We've I, had a couple. Mm, I also is- might mention as well. I've had two of these six packs to myself prior to today because oh, okay. so each time know. I bought one with the intention of saving it for this podcast, I drank them. <laughs> you drank them. <laughs> oh, so that original photo that you sent, this isn't that original. Uh, I picked the- these up yesterday or the day before. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I had beers. I, I, I had to travel to find them as well because they all sold out because they're oh. extremely limited. Okay, so this is 8 Wide uh, Cosmic Chaos uh, Sour Black IPA. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's, uh, it I love it. Black mm. tart and hoppy, beautiful purple galactic label on it, a multicolored hop cone. Uh, yeah, really good. Good, cool label. So, yeah. Can you chuck me the bottle, please, Dan? Mm. It's got that aftertaste as well. I haven't tried it. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's got a nice sort of, I don't know, what you get with the darker beers is something that stays behind there. Yeah, that's um, the raisins Chris loves. So yes. much. Oh, raisins. But because of the it's sourness, bad in this. It's, it's, quite, it's quite nice. I, I fucking despise raisins in my dark shit, but it's a, <laughs> it's a sour as well. So I... I'm getting a lot of yeah. smoke out of it. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of smoke character yeah. there, and that's that's what's hanging around at the end yep. is those black malts. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, mm. You get the sourness in there, and I think what throws it out is black beers are usually a lot more malt forward, and um, that that character's a lot more upfront. As yep. where this, you get that really nice crisp right sourness at mm. right at front, which yeah. actually makes the the front of my tongue go quite dry mm. and then that that black malt maltiness hangs around, hangs around the yeah. back of your throat I yeah. think it's, that's nice i yeah. think fuck man they've, they've yeah. done a they've done a good job of picking these gab six oh yeah there. considering we had quite a few there that could have been like a real fucking mixed bag if they'd thrown six of those bottles in here but this is a good 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 group yeah. and good choice it actually seems like they've kind of picked something like you've got a point to start with like you've sort of had your your light ghosts to start with, and then you move on to your sort of darker, heavier, heavier stuff, and then you finish with a with an after dinner coffee that punches <laughs> you in the nuts. Yeah, with but a Kolsch. It's, it's amazing. It's, mm. it, it, it's a Kolsch. Can you just slide that that Blackman's over to me? Um, just something else to look for at. me to slide to edit out the slidey sound. Oh, so we can talk bad. about Gabs in general. Yeah, you yep. talk mm. about Gabs. It was. Just by the way, are yep. we gonna if we go over a bit? Are we just gonna like just fucking roll with it? I yeah. think I think an hour and a half, yeah, an hour forty five. We let's are definitely it. going over at forty six minutes, and we're talking about Fuck our it, third let's beer. Just keep going. Yep, yeah, yeah, go. Um, fourth beer. Um, Gabs. I I've never been to a Gabs before. It was my first Gabs. It was Gabs Sydney twenty seventeen. You didn't get there this year. No, no. no I've no. only heard about. It. I've been following it on social media and okay. both both the Melbourne and the Sydney one. But I'm really yep. keen to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was. I I didn't really know what to expect, but I I was kind of a little bit disappointed. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's probably an unpopular opinion, but I kind of went in in the with the assumption, granted it was an assumption that I, you know, they'd be mostly focused on stalls, have a chat with the brewers, um, you know, meet 
all the brewers that you would you know know and love and and to an extent that was certainly the case there was maybe 35 40 stalls we had a chat i had a, guy, a good chat with some of the guys from yulee's oh, more um, marketing from guys Wayward, from and Barker. sales guys and yeah shit. not yeah. brewers it wasn't it wasn't a, a celebration of it, what i had hoped gabs was was yeah. a coming together of the the creative minds behind the breweries and it wasn't it was the sales guys pulling beers and they were really friendly and approachable and i'm not trying to take anything away from the experience but it's a really good point you raise because that's how i felt the first time i went because yep. that's what i was expecting and although yeah you had obviously you would have had good conversations with all yeah. the other dudes that were there it it's would have been nice the, the sales people are much more um uh personable I get it. They're no, more, even, yeah, but it's <laughs> when you, there is I, a, when when I'm on a stand, uh, I always have to have Dave with me because you're not the most social motherfucker. I was going to say that's exactly it. Anyway. That's why I have to have someone there to. But Dan's a grumpy yeah, at the he, best of times. Yeah, 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 I'm not grumpy. Saying, I'm not saying all the brewers are grumpy. I'm just saying <laughs> some of us aren't the most sociable people out there. More work for Pete there. So right. The salespeople have to be because that's what they do. Yeah, sure. It's a specific personality type. I totally get that. It's just, yeah, I, I, I found that it was too focused on, hey, go buy a paddle of beers to try. There's 146 beers. By the time you add ciders, there's 160 alcoholic beverages there. Someone worked out. I was listening to the Sessionable podcast. Uh, hey, Liam and the, and the team. Um that if you drank all of the Gabs beers at Sydney, there was something like 12 standard drinks, sorry, 20 standard drinks, some stupid amount. It would basically have killed you to try and try all 160 <laughs> beverages because because Gabs in Sydney was a one-day one event. Day. Yeah. So oh, yeah, to try 160 drinks, with even with ponies, that's... <laughs> I can, this this Just is pissing Pete off. Yeah, there. that's right. I've, I've learned oh, how the, stirring the jelly bean. I've, jelly bean the, the I've learned all of the advanced techniques in Adobe Audition. And then, and then you do these <laughs> things, Chris. Oh, it does work. Yeah, it does oh, work. I, just I, changed, to work out. I changed the batteries. Just in it. tweak oh. the nipple. Sorry for for those listening at home. We have a, a lightsaber nearby that functions. It lights up and it makes sound. <laughs> it sounds like a sick cow when you press a button. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the uh, this is the uh, Hasbro bought the uh, Force FX company. I think it's Hasbro. and then made it shit. Is, was it Hasbro that bought? Yeah, them? yeah. Um, so this is this is the Darth Maul one. I love and Hasbro toys for their uh, Transformers. But so you the, this, two ends? this is the single this is the single uh, one, yeah. and you actually there's a thread. If you take this end cap out, <laughs> this is a visual media. You can <laughs> <do> not <laughs> good podcasting. So, <laughs> Imagine Darth Maul's lightsaber, but it's only one half. That's it's only what one half. Dan's it's holding now. Where's your description? And whilst it's made out of metal, it looks like it's made out of plastic, plastic. which is it my does. issue. Yeah. So, so um, Pete had the original version of this. So he had the dual blade. Dan yeah, broke one. it. I didn't break it. No, it was stolen it from was my stolen. garage in Blacktown. Oh. Um, so no with, with the there. single, you actually get the connector piece, so you can buy a second one yep. and connect them both oh, together. I have to buy two of them. So, yeah, so but Pete, uh, <laughs> Pete, Pete had the original, and it was a much better quality. And it was. The, uh, the it sound- was a better quality because it actually went through one of the walls that me and Pete was living in the house that we lived yeah, at. Yeah. You need to tell that story. I've told that story maybe a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, no, actually, sorry. you know what? I'm going to tell the story <laughs> now. Sorry, not so, sorry. So, no, so, no. This, this, this is why we do this podcast. 
realize why <laughs> it's it called banter. Off. And Pete's mentioned it many, many times that we uh, our conversation spiderweb, and this is how uh, it takes us three hours to get back to the topic <laughs> that we were actually talking about at the time. So I used to live with Chris in Blacktown, and yep. um, <laughs> Chris, Chris at the time wasn't. I, I didn't steal the lightsaber either. By no, the way, he didn't. There was no. there were full there, disclosure. There was a, a cu- <laughs> there were a couple of months where Chris was looking for work, and so I would go to work nine to five, come home. Chris had been drinking since midday. All I heard when I got home every single afternoon was fucking Dragon Force through fires, through fire and flames. Through the fire and flames on Be- Guitar Hero. Yeah, because guitar he was practicking on Guitar Hero. I can play Hero. that he was, shit on Expert. He was, he was dead set. <laughs> I'm going to have to blank that oh, out. Oh, yeah, too, blank Chris. that out. Sorry. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we won't um, worry about that, Dan. Okay. So that's all I heard when I came home. And I'm not, I'm, I don't mind metal. I, I love my metal, but, but through fire and through. Through fire and flames on cycle, mm. or skull your grandmother in the fucking mm. you know yeah. I fuck her I seven suck minutes it. and forty two seconds at a time. Mm. It's just I can't handle the death metal. Yep. Um, and he played either through fire and flames or like full on skull fucking death metal. <laughs> anyway, I came home one afternoon and there was a hole in my bedroom wall. <laughs> It wasn't there when I left. And so, so Chris, you know, I've never heard the full story of this. So, I know about the hole in the wall, but so, so Chris, Chris came. Into I was my, there. Chris, Chris came into my bedroom and and kind of had his proverbial tail between his legs, and he he had to explain to me. So I was kind of fucking around with your lightsaber in your room, and in front of the mirror, I was taking on the force of darkness, <laughs> man. There's a full. There was a, a full wardrobe mirror. Yeah. Um, next to my bed and he'd been standing in front of my mirror looking at himself in the mirror with a lightsaber on and he'd obviously jabbed to the right and gone uh, straight through the fucking shared wall in the duplex uh, we were it was a in. fucking thrust it, it was, was wow i was i was i was he's uh, like don't look, worry about it bro we'll fix it before we move I, out you know I what fixed it we did we we not only spackled that fucking thing but fucking Chris, painted it as well and then, we, and then we had to dirty it up so we had to go out with a rag <laughs> go collect some mud w- rinse it gently so that the the thing was dirty Just and then some dirt on there to make yeah. it look and like then it was it onto the wall so that no yeah. one knew that we'd fucking put a hole in hey, the wall. Man. <laughs> Didn't you hang a picture over or something That's for an inspection? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, oh, we did. No, no there was an oh. inspection that we did have in oh, the yeah? middle that we had to hang a picture over the hole in the wall. Which I do at my place at the moment because I've got a couple of holes in the wall. <laughs> and I, I was going to say, Pete, uh, is that the first and last time you had a hole in your wall? Or uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's I, just a... I've also put a hole in Dan's wall as well at Quakers. Oh yeah, that with that bloody keys. No, that was no. When me and you, me and you in the hallway. Yeah, when, you you had the keys on your belt. Ah, oh, that's right. And you tripped in the doorway, and I pulled you up, and you tried to tackle me at something at the no, same. No, you stage. you tackled me, and uh, I ended okay. up going and through you, the wall. You hit the wall, and you had this enormous bunch of keys, the size of a fucking softball, <laughs> yeah. and, fell, <laughs> and that hit hit the wall. Ooh. So there was literally a, ho- a softball size hole in the fucking gyp rock in the hallway. What were all the keys for? Finally. Uh, random things. Probably <laughs> things I owned. I don't <laughs> Ask know. me the next beer, please. And, <laughs> and we're so off the gabs topic. I know, but anyway. I know. Funnily enough, Dan, when we were living on, at uh, Kinley as well, when me and Suey were fighting in the lounge and we smashed the light, we smashed the light. Oh, in the- yeah. Who cares about that place? That place was a fucking shithole. No, <laughs> but it's just funny. I think every place I've lived at, I've broken something or gone through a that wall. That doesn't surprise or, anybody or, that yeah, knows the, you. The, the, kin- done, the done Kinley something. place we lived at, the bloody half the PowerPoints were hanging out of the wall. Yeah. And yeah. the the stovetop was like two of the four. It was pretty shady. No, they were like <laughs> caved in. Yeah. <laughs> 
I've got a question uh, about Gabs. But they did pay us. They did pay us fifteen hundred bucks yeah. to get out of that house. <laughs> so that's right. They paid us for us to leave. So <laughs> eviction. Or, they, no, they uh, sold the house under us. Mm, so we're oh, like, fuck you. We've got a lease for another six months. We're not leaving. And they're like, yeah. oh well, here's fifteen hundred bucks. Do you want to leave after that? <laughs> Moving <laughs> out of our personal lives, back onto the podcast, <laughs> and yeah. to Al with his question for Gabs. Yeah. yeah, I mean the thing with craft beer scene in New South Wales and Australia at the moment. Um, it seems like there's a really good camaraderie between the brew, uh, different breweries. And, oh, and, definitely. And, and you know what? It, the, the only thing I can liken, to, liken it to is road, riding a motorcycle. Okay. The community sense you get out of riding a bike, you'll, you'll see two guys pass each other who've never met, yep. nod their heads. It's a totally different culture than, than driving in the cage. Mm. Um, and it's, it's very similar with brewers is, is my understanding. Is that whilst the, the companies might... The companies might compete with each other and there might be a little bit of, you know, what you'd typically expect out of out of consumer competition, um, but the brewers themselves are all mates. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've, we've, we've got, uh, I mean, we all work together to, for the better of our, for our industry. I mean, we, we, we all want it to see it flourish because that means all our businesses flourish as well. And we all work together. We're all, there's, there's a few people in the industry that don't, we don't get along with, but the thing is, 90% of the time, you'll never see them at festivals, you'll never see them at dinners, and you'll never see them show up at other breweries' events. Mm. Um, they'll stick to themselves because they know they're, they're either unwanted yep. uh, or they just, don't, they just don't fit in with the rest of us. But 90% of the community... I would even say more than that. Ninety-eight percent. It's a business of the thing as well. Community. It's business. It's yeah, work. Some of them it's not have for the love of some of them have that mm. mentality, and yeah. all of all the rest of the brewers. I mean, we call each other if we've run out of an ingredients. We'll call. If you mm. got this, I need some. It's like, oh man, I don't know how to use this piece of new equipment that I have. You have oh, this right. already. Can you teach me? Sorry, I just saw Pete's face after he just had this. Beer. <laughs> I've been <laughs> waiting for it because so, it's amazing. So that's good. There's, yeah. there's all. There's all that real camaraderie in there. And uh, I was talking to a guy a few weeks ago about uh, winemakers. Mm. He, he's part of the wine industry in one of the other states. I'm not going to mention the state because it's going to be narrowed down. <laughs> but we were at a beer event for another company. And he said to me, there's no way that the wine people would be going to another winery's events. Mm. He said, why do you guys do it? I love it, but why do you guys do it? And I'm like, well... <laughs> They're my mates. I mean, of course we're going to come. Like, yeah. we're all going to come and get along. We'll talk about recipes. We'll talk about brewery equipment. We'll talk about the beers themselves. You want to see who's doing what and what they're, yeah, you know, I mean, how they're we doing. All, we it all and, work uh, together. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. it, it, it is it is really a great community to work in. They're an awesome bunch of guys. And, yeah, I, I get along with all of them so well. And it's just fantastic. So. Strengthens the industry as it does. well. Oh, yeah. massive, massively. Yeah. We you, all work together in our, our main body, our industry body, too, to, to better things. So, I mean, if you, if you don't work together... On a basis, you have nothing. You you will have nothing. Is there a bit of David and Goliath going on between the craft brew industry and the big boys? Yeah, we've talked about this. I don't think we need to get into it. Okay. Again. Yeah, I don't think we've talked about it. Uh, I don't we think spoke about it just before we, we started. It, before. This. it wasn't on the podcast. No, no, no we don't need to get into okay. it. It's a big. We won't go into the, yeah, yeah. We're in a political yeah. shit yeah. fire. Um, so what we have here is the fucking amazeball brewing yeah. uh, chocolate fish milk stout. So a chocolate fish is literally that's what it is. It's a raspberry marshmallow fish covered in chocolate. Uh, There's no fish in it. It's, it's oh, a, you know, it's know a what chocolate they are? bar because. 
you said uh, I, I your, old, your old housemate. Yeah, yeah. Had, had was, was he a New Zealander? She, Donna, she? Was, yeah, was, was a New Zealander. Yeah. Who's now yeah. Chris's ah, housemate. Who's now my housemate. So, oh, oh, no. We <laughs> traded housemate. Well, not traded. <laughs> no. There was no trade. There was a handover. There was a handover. There was Chris now has full custody of our I didn't receive the appropriate documentation. You to sign off, yeah. So, they're readily available in New Zealand. You can't get it. I'm sure if you hunt them You can get them here. Um, I here? think it was Coles or Woolworths were stock, were, do stock them. Oh, okay. If you can try them as mm. a marshmallow chocolate l- treat, yeah, uh, they're, yeah, they're fucking bar. awesome. Yeah, it's it like is. A, like yeah. a fucking they're really good. And it's this a fish-shaped marshmallow no, yeah. covered in chocolate. Covered yeah. in chocolate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is an absolute bang-on resp- uh, oh. representation of what they actually taste yeah, right. like. This would have to be one of the sweetest beers I've ever tried. Yeah, in terms yeah, of the right. sugar, like the residual sugar, there is shitloads of residual sugar in here. But you get the... Chocolate yeah. right at the back of your tongue. Oh, so yeah. You get the raspberry really sort of sugary right in the middle. Uh, that's what I feel. They anyway. really have fucking nailed it. This, this, mm. there is this a, is my favorite. This is my favorite Gabs beer. Yeah, right mm. here. Yeah. There, there is a real good mm. amount of bitterness there at the end too. To mm. like really cut. Yeah, really and cut that raspberry and that, emulates uh, that dark chocolate sort of. It really yeah gives that, that cocoa yeah, yeah, that yeah. really raw cocoa. Yeah, cocoa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's fucking great. I mean, the guys at Chair are good, good guys. I, I get along with them. I know them really well. So yeah, Brent and um, Brent and Andrew. Also, at the at being a six point six as well. It's very deceptive. Yeah, it's yeah. big. <laughs> it's all that all that extra dark malt and sweetness there that uh, yeah. is hiding all that. So, so what, what? Just back to games. What else stood out for you guys, Chris? For me, um, number one, I will go on the record saying the food was. Fucking ridiculously overpriced. Yep, twenty five dollars for a fucking handbag. A handbag. A hamburger. A hamburger. <laughs> um, the handbag. The handbags paid for the hamburgers. <laughs> These motherfuckers. I didn't want pickles on my burger. <laughs> I, I don't like pickles on my no, burger. We've discussed this on the podcast. We've, we've discussed it. it might even everyone be the name fucking of an knows episode. it. But these these cocks. You know what? Burgers were good enough. But I just said, you know what? I don't want pickles on my burger. So we can't change they've that gone, for you. Oh, we can't it's because change it. All the orders are the same. I don't give a fuck if it's a cookie cutter. Yeah, we're putting together 20 burgers at a time. Yeah, like, so they had a little factory going. That way no one has to independently think. They get a consistent... How hard's your job? All I want if is If you can no do this pickles, at Macca's, you can right? do this you here for 25 here. fucking dollars. Exactly. I'm yeah. paying four fifty for a fucking burger. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my only real major issue. And then what? You can't get a refund because they take it off your Gabs bracelet. But that aside... That reminds me. I need to refund the extra money I've got on my Gabs bracelet. Yeah, we didn't bother. I just kept the little thing. How did that work? You, you got a digital- So you've got a little bracelet. Uh, it's, a li- it's a smart card. Smart yeah, card and a piece a, of plastic. Yeah, you yeah. top it up the way you... It's like a, a swipe. Card, it's an NFC chip. You, yeah, you fucking swipe it. Mm. Um, and we only had a couple bucks left, so I, I got some cool little keepsakes that we brought home. But the standouts for me... Just just on the on the side, though, if you have residual money on the on the NFC chip, it costs you $2.50 transaction to fee... To remove to, it. To get it back into cash. Oh, right. So What's it just wasn't worth it. I, I well, I've got 60 up, bucks still on mine, oh, so I'm going to be pulling that out. fuck, yeah, no. I, I picked up a really cool... Um, oh, which reminds me, I've got to get my six strings uh, glass off you as well. Yes, you do. So in the same the same type of glass, Nomad Brewing. Yeah, I saw it. Actually, had, I saw it at the. Yeah, thing. Yeah, I almost yeah. bought a fucking um, uh, kaiju crush beach towel. Yeah, that cool. Looked fucking awesome. Yeah, but that like, would have been there. Um, the the with the big pineapple and yeah, shit on it. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, exact. Yeah. Lo- the it's beer the, that we it's had. The label in the last, of kaiju crush. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. It's a really early episode. We're, so so what stood out for me? Were, 
blueberry wit sour, which was oh, that was the rocks one. Yep. So yep. that's that was almost um, sad news about rocks too. Oh, sad really? News. Sad news. They're putting the brewery up for sale. Oh no, oh, really? really? Yeah, it got released. Uh, yes, it got released on Friday. I no got, more box of yeah, red ale for me. Sent, that is sent really article. sad. Yeah. So um, they're sorry. I'll just I'll run no, this right. quickly. You can go back. Um, from the article, it seems like they overcapitalized from the start. <laughs> Down the wrong pipe, oh, Chris. Or bad news. Devastated. So it seems like they've. You got a bit blue. I'm sweaty. <laughs> completely went down the wrong one. <laughs> Oh, lucky it was. Lucky saying, it wasn't one of the sours. Yeah, that I would just, have been really bad going down the wrong I way. Inhaled, <laughs> yeah. inhaled it. It doesn't taste that good. <laughs> you get the aromas from that. Put the, oh, I got put the aromas. The, put, yeah. put the US hundred dollar yeah. bill away, Chris. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it seems like they've overcapitalized from the start. So they're going to sell the physical brewery. They're going to keep the brand and Hearts and the Hearts Pub and uh, Lord oh, Ragland. that's good. They keep, they're, all they're doing is selling the actual physical brewery, the actual So they're still going to brew inside. just through contract brewing? I'd say that that's what they'll go yeah, to. Cool. I haven't, still I haven't, rocks? Yeah, so they're going to keep the brand. I haven't had a chance to talk to my friends over there yet. Uh, I'll, I'll give them a call next it, week. Is that the same as the around. restaurant side of things as well? And the, so the physical site, so the restaurant on site, anything on that brewery yep. site there in Alexandria yep. is all going to go. Um, so they'll, they'll they'll still keep huts wow. in um, mm. in the rocks yep. and the Lord Raglan just up the road. So from what's the, the take home lesson then for as a, from the industry of craft beer in in oh. Australia? Just don't overextend. <laughs> don't don't overextend. I mean, I think the the site there. I can't imagine their rent on that site there's cheap. Yeah, it's no. a it's a great looking venue and everything like that. So the but, problem is you 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 know half a million dollars sunk into a into a brewery. It's these half pro- a million dollars. Well, maybe not that brewery. But a lot more. Those those numbers. Mm. <laughs> okay, so a lot more than a half a million dollars. So maybe right. one or two or, or five. Just, oh. <laughs> anyway, a large sum of money. An amount that we can't calculate the, at this the, point the with Pete's is, guesstimation skills. The, well, I got that number from somewhere, which we will talk about later. Um, so the point is that a couple of bad things happen, and and you know, and I've <clears throat> I've seen this from friends. First hand or second hand. Yeah. That that one bad thing happens that wipes out capital and you're fucked because trying to trying to regain that capital is just too yeah. it, for, it, no matter how large the company is, until you get to super super sized, it's very easy for one bad fuck up to yep. wipe the company. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think there was that involved in what happened what happens with rocks. I think I think they're just from what I gathered from the article, uh it was just they, a cash flow issue. It was cash flow issue. Yeah, okay. They they couldn't they couldn't keep the uh, the tanks full, which is obviously you've got all that capital there in tanks in the brewery. You need to keep mm. it full. You need to keep it rotating yep. and moving along to keep yep. everything going. They couldn't keep the tanks full. Uh, it unfortunately it is a larger brewery, so if people were going in there for contract and things like that, you you're getting a large batch out of a, a brewery that size. So I mean maybe they couldn't fill it with contract brewery if they weren't producing enough of their own. So because it was so big and Yep. Everything like that. So uh, maybe if they'd gone a slightly smaller scale and then ramped up after that, yes, but had more. Uh, I mean, it's fucking 20, 2020 hindsight, man. I oh, mean, all absolutely. These sort of yeah, things. yeah. So they're, they're great guys. Scotty and Mark, good friends of mine. Simon too, um, and some of the previous guys that yeah. were involved. All really good guys. I get along with them all really well. Oh, so. I love well, they Fox, made a yeah. fucking amazing blueberry wit sour. Oh, yes, yeah. 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 
segue. That's right. <laughs> you, you brew, you brew blueberry wit sour. I didn't even know they were doing sours. I was, missed it. It was and the, amazing. The, the governor, the, like the golden ale sour. Like I said, they soured it, did they? Yeah, so Scotty, the brewer, was there. And I said, how long have you been doing this for? And he goes, oh, man, we've been doing it basically since we've had the, like, had the brewery. What and the I've fuck? Gone, I've never fucking seen I've it. I've never seen it. it. The, 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 it was really good. It was. I was it really, was, really impressed. And, and, and the blueberry, the blueberry was, awesome was too. Really it didn't good. look like a beer. It, it was very lightly carbonated. It was almost. It wasn't flat, but it was almost yeah, still. Yeah, um, fairly low. Yeah. It was. It was a blue, purple, rich color. It didn't look it like was good beer. Color. Oh, and it I fucking, it was good and color. it tasted amazing. Yeah. Balls. Then you had the. Uh, so the other standouts for me were Aether, Aether Brewing, Aether, Aether Brewing, Bone and Marrow. Um, Everybody's saying that. I think that got. I think that yeah, almost that got was, voted number one. Yeah, because that was uh, really quite to, good. To me, it wasn't. It wasn't a fantastic beer. It didn't blow my mind in terms of the actual beer flavors. It was just, you know, the the concept of putting bone marrow into a beer. It tasted like bacon, and I can I can get behind a bacon tasting <laughs> beer, right? That's a breakfast <laughs> beer to me. I got one coming. <laughs> um, and the other thing was Stone Dogs uh, Honey Mead. I had mm. Son of Odin and Ghost Chili. Um, the, so the, the so ghost chili so stone, was stone dog metery. So Al, there's this. Uh, the that was metery, the hottest, hottest fuck one, right? Metery out yeah. west, uh, and they they they've been around for probably two or three years. Okay, um, they've been developing it for a long time. Um, they do a couple of thing, a couple of braggots, which are a mix between beer and mead, and then they do a whole bunch of standard meads, mm. and then they do this fucking ghost chili. Infused mead, yep. and it is crazy hot. Yeah, right. Um, but then you've it got that crazy hot. sweetness of the honey coming. You know in what? As the the well, experience yeah. in the first few seconds is very different to the next fifteen minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, de- it's definitely was, a lingerer. <laughs> I was, I was impressed by because you, you know, you, someone says here, try this chili uh, ghost chili beer, right? You expect yep. to get punched in the nuts yeah, through yeah. your mouth, right? Um, but the separation between the honey notes right at the start. Yes. You got a lot of sweetness right yeah. up, and then you had a very clear separation before you got the chili flavor, mm. and then you got the heat. Yeah, right. Because when you, I mean, when you're talking about chili food, chili has a flavor that is quite often completely destroyed by how hot they've made it. Yeah. But I, I thought they did a fantastic job in the, in this beer, yeah, man. or this this mead. Almost to separate, lost that, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> to, to separate, you had honey, then you had chili flavor, then yep. you had the heat. Yep. And the heat was not unbearable. I mean, I, I'm not a big chili person. Yeah. To me, it was a little bit. It was a little bit hotter than Tabasco sauce, but not that much hotter. Yeah. Um, it was manageable, and for the next ten minutes, it was Which it was one? lingering. Because there were two. No, they weren't. I tried the same one your missus did. Okay, so that one. Okay, cool, mm. cool. Yeah. Um, but but they also did Odin's Odin, uh, son of Odin. I think Dan tried a different one. Son of Odin was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I think these are all there. The, all those ones are their standard, right? Their, their standard core range. I'm gonna have to head down and get some then. Um, yeah. Although they could, they have an online portal. Yeah, uh, cool. You can you can get it all online, and they're they're all they're always at the uh, beer festivals now. They, yeah, they, yeah. I'm very impressed. I'm, yeah. Well, I'm there yeah, when you mentioned me. Like it's, it seems like an up and coming thing. There's what there's bee meat at Dan Murphy's, but is it much? Yeah. It's all right. Is it? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, it's all right. And then you had the uh, the other one you could get at Dan Murphy's was Maxwell's Mead. Okay. Uh, don't, don't don't write it down. Definitely jump online and get some stuff from Stone Dog. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I'm really here's an interesting keen. interesting factoid. So the the word honeymoon, um, you know the the uh, 
the the party you go to with your missus after getting married, honeymoon. When yeah. you dribble honey down your crack <laughs> and get, no, that's not <laughs> a different no. type of mood, bro. That's a different what, podcast. What you do on the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that goes along no, with the sex bro. Yeah, Sorry, it's guys. Sex like, right. podcast. So, so honeymoon was a, a, a derivative term. Um, I think it was Babylonian days or from the from Babylonia. Um, they had a month after getting married. You Babylonia? had a you had from what? Babylon? From Babylon. Give me another fucking tempest. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the country of Chinese. <laughs> so, so Babylon, um, after you got married, you, you drank honeymead with mm. your wife for 30 mm. days okay. for a moon. Oh. So you had a moon of honeymead, cool. which is where the term honeymoon came from. Yep. Is an interesting and useless fact. No, it's a good podcast. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's the thing. All the honeymead, um, it, it, it's not the prevalent yet. It's sort of... Oh, yes. Speak to the mic. Speak to the mic. Um, so, yeah, not as prevalent yet. And I, I tried my hand at making some honeymead because I got mm. a book. And that said, because it was the most low, <laughs> it, it was just a, it was the most low maintenance instructions. It was like add water to honey and stir <laughs> every day. I went, I could do that, <laughs> so I gave it a go. But it ended up. Um, oh, it, that's why I got my interest in it. It's obviously a bit more. The good meat is yeah. there's a lot more involved than that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're not just pouring water they're into pouring honey. honey. The, the, the thing with honey is that's a really big fucking wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> honey is hundred uh, percent fermentable, mm-hmm. um, and so when you're making wine, yeah, because uh, it's all sugar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're making wine and things like cider and things like that, anything that has a high level of fermentables, you have to know when to stop it to get residual sugars and. Use right yeast to get floral characters and yeast characters mm. and that without a whole bunch of different shit that goes into it. It's not just mixing water and honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is uh, the principle, though. Yeah, no, it, it, that, that is the basic principle. Yes, yes. Add, <laughs> add sugar, add yeast, stir, Did combine you add yeast? for two. It wasn't eat. a wild no, honey, mate. Oh, it was a wild, wild it, ferment, was it? No, it was, wow. yeah, it was just a jar. Add water and honey and stir. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> that, was, okay. that's a that, that was a wild ferment. Okay, okay. Yeah. So cool. There is yeast everywhere. And, and I had a shower this morning. <laughs> oh, no, you're still, no. still be, still be covered in it. You breathe air, you'll be breathing in yeast as part of yeah. so normal air. Before the microscope was discovered, um, brewing was like alchemy. Um, mm. They would have had things like an inoculation stick, mm. um, which would have been a wooden stick that they would stick into the brew. Mm. Um, and then magically, uh, a day later, it would start foaming and bubbling and... A couple of days later, it would then create alcohol. Uh, it wasn't until the microscope was invented that we uh, we learn about microorganisms. Um, yep. Then they started to study things and work out what happens with what. Um, they discovered yeast and why fermentation does what it does. Hmm. Um, so yeah, before that, it was all wild yeast fermented. And- Related fact: the um the the hazy white stuff you see on wine grapes yep. that's brewer's yeast in its in its natural. Oh, it's, it's not brewer's yeast. Well. <laughs> It's a yeast. It's, it's not it, brewers yeast. It's uh, it's pretty close, apparently. Um, well, you're we're really getting about this uh, offline. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we're, we're really really getting into uh, this. You with Dan. <laughs> I've, I, I'll talk to him offline. Um, <laughs> You've read Wikipedia. Dan does this for a living. <laughs> um, we have here. We have uh, the Blackman's Brewery uh, Espresso Martini Kolsch. Um, it's. It's a dark beer, obviously. Um, it's an espresso beer. Is that all you want to say about it? <laughs> no, I mean... Like, sorry, I love- sorry, 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 sorry. It's a what beer? It's a darker beer. Yeah, no, what... It's a Kolsch. It's what- Kolsch. No, I, I thought you said espresso. 
Yeah, espresso martini. Espresso, oh, espresso. Oh, well, fans. espresso. <laughs> um, he, everyone, everyone ignores him when he makes a mistake, but he's got to correct everyone else. <laughs> so I left this to the end, thinking that the coffee would, yeah, no, like, damage your palate. But then, like I even mentioned at the start, it's a Kolsch. It dissipates like, really quickly. Yeah, so Kolsch's are lighter styled of beers. Yeah. So, so having a dark beer kind of goes against the style of beer that a Kolsch is. But anyway, yeah. the, the body's nice and light. The espresso character isn't... Um, it's not overpowering. It's not overpowering no. at all, no. yeah. Um, you wouldn't... It's really nice. Yeah, I'm enjoying you, it. You, yeah. I mean, it's most definitely a coffee beer, but it's not like drinking like a long black... Like it actually mm. looks in the glass. It actually looks like... It looks a, very much like, like straight coffee. coffee. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, really, really like coffee characters. Really, really nice. And once again, I mean, they've done a fantastic job of picking six beers for that Gabs. It's a mad balance pack. that you it's can mix and match balance, around. Yeah. Mm. yeah, they have done a really good job yeah. of it. And, and beautiful combination of labels and marketing yeah. and everything too. Oh, so. uh, yeah. So you, you were going to mention about uh, the Melbourne leg of Gabs as well. Yeah. So, I mean, me, me and Al had this conversation a little bit earlier. Al's worked in uh, Perth and was talking to us about the culture of artists and bar culture and everything over in uh, in Perth being much different to what we have here in Sydney with a lot of uh, poker machines running bars and everything like that. Over there, it's more focused on community, mm. uh, community involvement and everything like that. Yep. And that's – like I'm a Queenslander. Um, I oh. have this no one's in, perfect, Dan. In, inbuilt uh, <laughs> hatred for Sydney. Uh, I've lived here for 25 years. Um but it got, being able to travel for work and be part of gabs and beer festivals and everything like that in other states, Melbourne is very much like that. And even the, the, the culture of people that come to gabs in Melbourne is much different to the culture of people that come to Sydney. Um, the, I worked the Friday night Sydney last year and was we were right at the door. So I got to see everybody come in and everybody leave on the Friday night session. <laughs> right. And it was a session of people just coming in to get fucking pissed. Mm. And then we worked all weekend in Melbourne the week before. Mm. Um, and the, the people were there for the experience and mm. cool people and our sort of people, I mean. The culture. The, the, mm, the culture yeah, was totally yeah. different. I mm. was, I would... I've had this conversation with Chris and Pete before. I was picking in Melbourne somebody with the coolest uh, T-shirt that they were wearing. Um, I, there, was a, there was a girl that had like a Warboys Mad Max uh, T-shirt on, but it was done as like a Jack Daniels label. Oh, yeah, cool. um, it was Warboys something. I can't remember. That was great. And then another guy had the uh, Necronomicon on it and it said, I like to read. Um, so <laughs> like, like in Melbourne, I was, I was picking these people and going, man, that's an awesome shirt. Come and have a beer with me and have a chat. Uh, and then when I got to Sydney on Friday night, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do exactly the same thing it's as I did all weekend. Yeah. Cars and nah, but dudes oh, were it, just, it, it was, was different. It, it was, was totally different. different. I had a run in. Culture. I had a run in with someone at, at Gabs at Gabs last weekend. A woman. Yeah. I had a fucking run in with some bitch. <laughs> I, I t- Who's not I, here to defend I herself? I tell you, no, no, fuck this woman because her mates were holding her back. <laughs> <laughs> That's seriously. Like we were coming through. I had two beers in hand. I was bringing over to where I was standing with. Um, yeah, over at the ping pong tables. Phil and Soph. So I had two beers in hand. Microphone, Chris. Talking and nice. sorry. And as I was going through the crowd, you sort of get a, it had a bit of a surge. Because everyone likes to mill around in fucking right? in the middle of thoroughfares yeah. to talk about their wives' underpants. Like it's fucking ridiculous. Keep so going. So I heard this bogan fucking mole behind me. <laughs> 
start carrying on about fucking coming through, coming through. Sorry. Oh, not fucking really. And as she was coming through, she had sort of taken my arm. Are they direct quotations? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Quote that bitch. So <laughs> as as she was walking through, my my hand, it was like, it was one of those things. Did you touch like, a boob? What? No. It, it was like, had she gone any further, I would have ended up tipping my beer on her face. Right. Because I just couldn't elasticize my yeah. body any further. So you were you were trying to squeeze through other people and she was and coming. she was coming from behind oh, and was squeezing okay. through people and forcing her yeah. way oh, through. Oh, wow. Gotcha. Mm. So yeah. I've turned around and I've gone, what the fuck is your problem? She's looked at me and I said, slow the fuck down. And she's gone, no need to be that fucking rude. And I said, look at what I'm doing. Like my <laughs> arm was tied in a figure eight. I'm going, back the fuck off. And her mates have just gone, look, you know, just calm down, calm down. She's going... No, you can't speak to me like that. Mm. Everyone else around that was holding beers were yep. just going, "Fuck off!" Like, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? But that was my that was my little confrontation with this woman. That had mm. I not had a beer, I might have class. No, probably I, wouldn't have punched her in the face. No. <laughs> I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying those sort of things wouldn't happen at Melbourne Gabs, but you do you do definitely get a different. There vibe. were more blind dudes that just were yeah, there yeah. just to get blind exactly. than to and, experience yeah. what was the, going on. The couple of years that well, I've worked the stand down, stand down there. It's, That's because people were no trying problem. to get through 160 beers in a day. <laughs> yeah, that, that, would, that, would, that would have been part of it. There would you know, have been a lot of cramming. There's a level of responsibility yeah. there that needs yeah. to be looked at, I think. On the, indi- on the individuals no, at well, the events. Well, look, there's always going to be the dumb fuck in the room. There's no question about it. Like, you, yeah. you, need, to, you need to aim for the lowest common denominator in any room. But there is a, <laughs> there is a level of, of thought that needs to go into. And I know it wasn't the guys that organised Gab's who went out of their way to say, we're only doing Sydney one day. You know, they got the the events coordinator or the events location cut it short. Yep. They originally had it planned for the full weekend mm. and, and they just couldn't secure the location. And it was at a different location Yeah, because uh, something's happening at the Carriage Works. It's being renovated or it's been sold or something like that. So, so it's not like they made a conscious choice. Carriage carriage works works in, they had, yeah. uh, had Fest Vivid sort of overlapped with it this year as well. Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe that was part of what it was. Maybe it was tied up for something else. No, maybe or... it was. But, but it worked They well. might have been prepping with Vivid because so, yeah. Vivid started the Monday after. Vivid's been pretty busy and they've got uh, pop-up bars all over the joint yeah. as well for that too. Some good yeah, stuff yeah, going yeah. on too. I had a Newtowner the other day that was fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, Yuli's Waddle Seed Stout was the last one I wanted to mention from Gabs. That really stood out as a yeah, fucking yeah. fantastic yeah. beer. Yep. Yeah, I'm cool. Mm. Yeah, so you uh, are there any festivals where I'm talking Al now? <laughs> I can tell because you're not talking in the mic. Yeah, <laughs> don't make eye contact with him, Al. Uh, fuck you! It'll own your soul. <laughs> so have you been to any other sort of similar type type festivals or anything where you've been able to get sort of you 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 beer on on that level, like in in Australia or what well, anywhere? Uh, like just being able to go around and appreciate beers and. To talk the, about talk to the brewer talk to the people that make it yeah at all like are there any because you mentioned that because you, you're from up up the coast or down oh there? I'm in north coast yeah near Tari but I've been Sydney based for Yonks but I was over in WA for the last five years you know, was there anything over there that they do sort of what's the culture over there that they got going on um it sort of mixes and matches so they'll have a chili festival and there'll be a little beer contingent as as a result of that I've found there's more maybe I just have, it's the population there's more craft beer since coming back to New South Wales to yeah, Sydney. Right, right. Because and then what was considered craft over there that had since been bought up by the big big boys like the um, little creatures and the mm, those yeah. sort of things. but there were still like the ferals and so Nail. 
and na- yeah, yeah, nail, and then a few more popping up as yeah. well. So I think it's, it's oh happened. yeah, nails over in yeah, and yeah, colonial. Probably. There's another colonial, colonial. and yes, Eagle, Eagle they, Bay. They have a they have a, a uh, brewery over there as well. Yeah, 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 same same company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, in Australia, there's nothing like this. So that's why I was really interested. Now I've been following on social media both the Melbourne leg and the Sydney leg as well. I just thought I was weighing it up like what you're saying mm. now. Awesome, talk to the, talk to the people who make the news. Yeah. But then I thought the crowd. And it's like, I don't know, I'm, I'm a bit, it's like with bands these days, oh, don't get me started. When you go to see a good band, yeah. but then everyone's on their phones or the crowd's not. But yeah. yeah, that's a different podcast I could go on. Yeah. <laughs> then, um, uh, we'll have to get you back on because we're, we're, I think, I'm pretty sure we're running out of time. Yeah, uh, oh, no, if we're going to go to an hour and a half, we've got about eight okay. minutes. Actually, we've got about eight minutes. Okay, yeah. I've got a question for you guys. I've got heaps sure. of questions, but um, there's a online game coming up by a group called War Horse Gaming. The Czech uh, online game. It's about medieval. Uh, so high fantasy? No, no. They've gone for gritty, realistic. Okay. Uh, what is, is the Life is Feudal? Very similar to Life is Feudal. Okay. But they've um, collaborated with a brewery over there and they make the beers in a castle and they sort of bring what? in theme beers with. Cool. Uh, to do. The game is still a beta. So they have Video games it. plus yeah, beer yep. equals yep. win. Uh, just one with you or guys. Lose. I mean, that cross collaboration. Uh, I'd lose. You guys have been going for this sort of creative elements, collaborating with, uh, I guess the you know with good geek culture as well as gaming culture, and I mean, is that something you guys have looked at? Or hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, um, we've we've got a couple of bands lined up to. We do haven't some looked stuff at with. the game just just to answer the direct question, but but other straddling the culture. Sorry, Dan. Yeah, yeah. 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 He looked so like the, I just slapped him in the face with my nutsack, Dan. That was the look on his face. It was, it, it's <laughs> most definitely something we're interested in. Um, Australia has funny laws around certain things, oh. and you've, if you, it's the same. It's the same scenario that happened with uh, a large company buying the rights to Duff beer in this country. That got shut down by the government right. because it was something that was being marketed to an underage. Um, yeah, <laughs> also, uh, that was me podcasting. Face, face, palm. face, palm. face palming. Yeah. Face exactly. Palm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was something the. The brand was associated with something that had a a under eighteen target market. Yeah. Um. So that got shut down from sales and point of view. And I mean, this company spent an uh, an amount of money buying the rights to it and doing pilot brews and yeah. launch brews and everything like that and getting it buying packaging and all that sort of shit. So, um. It, it, Welcome to the nanny state. Yeah. You're, so you're, yeah. As an adult, you're not capable of making adult decisions, it, so the government's yeah. going to make them for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. It, it's definitely something we'd be interested in and fully on board for, but uh, if we could find a way around those legalities of it, it it's would the same be the best way to do with, it. With gaming in general, the whole debate last, what, 10 years about bringing the, the R rating, R rating yeah. and treating you know, people as Which was a ridiculous and- debate. There, was, there should never have been a fucking debate, right? The rest of the world has had... An adults-only gaming genre and rating system for fucking forever. We yeah. were the laughing stock of the country. Yeah, but the politicians involved don't realise that the gaming. The politicians involved don't play video games. That's exactly the whole point. Is they don't get that there are games for adults. Uh, for a good example of the and they gaming, and they still stick to the whole bullshit that you know if you play violent video games, your kids are going to grow up and yeah. kill people. Which uh, that changes been from week fucking, to week. <laughs> yeah, as well. That's been yeah. categorically disproved so but, many fucking times. Yeah. By people that actually have real jobs. It's the same as climate change. Uh, correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> but Call of Duty have their own beer as well. Oh, who, who makes that? Um, it's American, is it? Uh, it's actually someone we know, Dan, but I can't remember for life of me at the moment. Yeah, but Domestically or produced overseas? Um, so there's one that they do domestically and one that they do yeah, okay. over yonder as well. I'll have a look into it and we'll bring it up next yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but there's like... <laughs> The opportunity's there, but it just depends again on how you how you market what you do. So, I mean, if you have video game tournaments and all that kind of shit, and if you can market it to an eighteen plus, mm. and if you're marketing like a fifteen to eighteen plus game, then you're probably less likely to run into the kind of dramas where yeah. if you've got a more generally rated game, that's exactly that it. you're bringing out exactly uh, beer so, for. I, I, the the I, problem I really- there though is more and more of our of our pop culture that we grew up with. Is being more directly targeted at younger audiences but that's to sell because toys. It's being rebooted, yeah, yeah, and then re. re- yeah, 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 I totally agree. At, yeah, but, but, but it's, it's being aimed it's, at the younger audiences to sell toys. Yeah, because um, dudes, are, dudes that like fucking Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles and all that sort of stuff. You're talking about like thirty to forty year old guys. You're not talking about ten year olds. The problem mm. is that we have a thirty to forty year olds now who were ten to fifteen year olds back then who bought. The figurines, the action figurines. Yeah, so really, the reboot comes with the same, the same target audience it had back then. It's just that we're older now and we fuck forget. reboots. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say because with we'll talking about festivals, and this is where Gabs is interesting. It was all it was beer. I mean, what would be the possibility of say a supernova or it's bring, possible? So the, last year, Oz Comic Con. Yeah, um, yeah, they did they did a beer with Young Henrys. Um, oh, so uh, we. Advanced warning given. Yeah. I might have to mute <laughs> that section. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let's just go. Yeah, Pete, find find some uh, something. The gauntlet. Something to come up over the top. Yeah, of that. sure. Um, <laughs> but they Oz Comic Con did did something with Young Henrys last year, so yep. there, there is there is those loopholes to get through. They were pouring samples at the venue. Ooh. Not entirely sure how they got away with that, just knowing other licensing laws and things like that. But there must yep. have been some loophole that they went through. The venue itself might have had a license for. Mm. Just before we go down that rabbit hole, we got a couple of minutes, so we need to start thinking about wrapping. Um, we've talked a lot about beer this episode, so and 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 you know, it kind of goes back to your question earlier. We, as a podcast, we do tend to try and straddle or walk that line between pop culture and beer. So yeah. this episode's been very beer heavy. The last few have been getting more beer technical, if you like. Um, next episode, we'll be doing an E3 special edition. So um, we'll be yeah. So that'll of, be video yeah, it'll, games. It'll kind of kind of balance it all the way back the other direction. So cool. the next episode you guys listen to online will be focused almost exclusively on E3. E3 in Australia, really, people are going to be watching it on Monday and Tuesday the 13th, 12th and 13th, I think it is, or it might yeah, be 11th sure. and 12th of, of June. Uh, and then Supernova is that weekend. Oh, So okay. yeah. we'll be at Supernova. We probably won't talk too much about it because Supernova is more of an event that you participate in than, you know, you really talk. It's not like they're going to be doing any fucking announcements like E3. Yeah. Um, but our next episode will be very much focused on video games and, and that kind of subculture. Yep. And and not not talking down Supernova at all. I definitely think it's had its place, and it's it's definitely is uh, the first one that we got pop culture wise in in uh, Australia. But uh, I really enjoyed Oz Comic Con this year, yeah. and I'm going to spend a lot of time there because they had uh, tables set up with uh, X Wing tables. Oh, uh, they also had awesome. um, Amara. Star Wars Armada yeah, cool. set up there. Uh, they to, had. To be honest, I think the difference is Supernova has almost gone too commercial it, now. It's but, all about it's selling ve- tokens. It's also very anime. 
It's anime. Yeah. It's a very yeah, heavy anime based, as where Oz Comic Con is comic books and video games. I know that setting up a table in a festival to play a board game is really about selling the board game. Oh, it definitely right? is. No question. But, no. but to me, that's more possible than um, all we're going to provide you for the, you know, sorry, the, the focus is going to be selling you an $80 token to get a signature from that guy. Yeah. You're going to line up for five hours and that's supernova for you. You don't get to see the shit. What's you that? might walk past through, through the stalls where you get to buy some figurines that mm. you can buy from from anywhere, anytime. That was King's my Comics. day when I got my Stan Lee. Days Stan of Future Lee. Passport so signed by Stan Lee. The whole day, day I was in a line. And mind you, I had no dramas with that. But, but you're not I'm celebrating still- the pop culture. Yeah, you're, you're, correct. Yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. um, Al sent us through a, uh, a top five listing uh, for several things before uh, before this podcast, just so yep. we knew where to where to go. But uh, I don't think we've actually nah, touched we've on any of that. completely deviated But one, one thing I do, do want to ask, uh, PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, PlayStation. Awesome. Uh, are you going to play Gwent when it Absolutely. Releases? Okay, Absolutely. you need to add me on, on PlayStation <laughs> yes. Network because cool. neither of these fuckers give a flying shit about it. I and I need somebody to play Gwent oh, against. I, I, I don't mind Gwent. I love The Witcher. It. I've done the whole yep, series. Me too. From, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. And also, uh, we, we might, we might we, if, if you're up for it, we might get you back in for another one well, at some yeah, stage yeah, yeah, if, sure. if you'd like to. Yeah, um, no, cool. geez, guys. It's been awesome. Yeah, talk about how shit The Witcher series are. Yeah, you got some backing there. There is an enormous amount of shit we haven't touched on. Oh, and like I was going to say, the reveal of. Of Red, De- Red, De- Red Redemption, Red Redemption, yeah. Assassin's Creed, yeah. Assassin's Creed. Well, it's yeah. set in Egypt, ancient Egypt. Egypt yeah, 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 Red cool. Dead's been bumped to 2018 as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is unfortunate. Been a few How much of a trip back. is it that we're looking at 2020 oh, for the next lot of shit yeah. that's coming yeah. out? Also, uh, with uh, Full Throttle. Full throttle, yeah. man. I've played it again. I was a massive fan back yeah, when it was that, on the CD. That was in your top five was as well, top, which is yeah. fucking badass. I, I got some stories. We'll maybe we'll tell you later. Yeah, but awesome. I, I found something extra. The You know the guy, the trucky, how he does yeah, the yeah, night? Yeah. There's a game, mini game. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a mini game. Yeah. I, I found it for the second playthrough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I... I spent a lot of time pretty stoned playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> five finger fillet. The knife in between the thumbs. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. I'll wrap the yeah, revisit anyway. It. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks for thanks no, for no, heading thanks, out. Guys. No, thanks, guys. Thanks very much. You guys really doing awesome work. It. Yeah, can't wait to see what happens next. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, like I said, Neither we'll, can we. get, we'll work it out. <laughs> the, the next couple are a bit uh, – the next one is obviously, like Pete said, it's an E3, so that's going to be a bit hard. And the one after that is going to be a live one. So in in say a month or so we'll uh, we'll see what your availability yeah, is. If we we just, can yeah, get yeah. back in again. We'll, yeah, we'll cheers, bring guys. We're in. waiting for confirmation, but it will definitely be at Uncle Hops. Yeah, definitely you know, for the live for the face, next Facebook Live episode. So I, at this stage it's the first of June, but I'm oh, sorry, first of July. But I'm waiting for confirmation. Yeah, so cool. we'll announce it up on okay. social media. Groovy, Thanks man. everyone. Thanks right. guys. Cheers, Thanks guys. guys. Yeah, awesome. Excellent. Bye. Bye. Do you guys mind if I refer to this place as the, the headquarters or the You can call it bunker, whatever you like. The yeah. bunker. Yeah, yeah. Or Dan's yeah. masturbatorium. The whole house. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick.